thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. I have with me my entire party, including the barbarian that just showed up. Uh, we thought we were going to start without him. So, we have our bard. Hey, this is Lauren playing Volo, the Asimar bard. Uh, we have our druid. <laughs> this is Clay playing Karak, the Erico druid. Our uh, barbarian. Hey guys, this is Koo playing Fahukwi, the Yakfolk Barbarian. Our fighter slash wizard. Yep. Hey everyone, this is Nick Aznalos, the Triton Fighter Wizard. Our yep. rogue. Yeah. Hello, this is Elise playing Leonara, the Furball Rogue. And our warlock. Hey, it's your boy Cody playing Necro, the Kenku Warlock. So when we left off... Uh, we actually had done an in-person session that we were all camping at the time, so it was impossible for us to record. So, follow me back. When we last left off on the podcast, the last thing that the listeners would have known was you all had go gone into the Arcanist's home and found the masks that you were all wearing now that seemed to protect you from the side effects of uh, the ritual gone wrong. You all uh, left the capital... Uh, of Felwind and made your way to where the blast site is. On your way, there was a couple of occasions where they, the party encountered these like processions of, of charcoal black skeletons that were like frozen in place. And uh, if the skeletons were at all disturbed, they'd crumble into ash and, and like almost like pieces of charcoal. Uh, and released this black smoke, if disturbed, and uh, it was incredibly toxic to to breathe in. Um, even the most powerful members of the party were brought to their knees, if not unconscious, uh, by inhaling it. Um, but wearing the masks makes them able to breathe that smoke in without any ill effects. But it makes the masks sort of drip like a tarry substance from the from the base of the mask. And you all arrived to the edge of the blast, I believe, um, to kind of like a, a makeshift bulwark and met... Well, uh, do you all remember who you met there? Uh, we Arcanist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he had survived and sort of welcomed, you know, brought you all up to speed and that's where we left off. So... Uh, does anyone else want any more heads up than that? I think that's that, that's it. Did I miss anything? Yeah, that's all the, the big points. I'm pretty sure that's it. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. We did... I think... Did I mention... Yeah, uh, that's right. You did tell us uh, what's happening. Well, like, why there's a right. bit of a checkpoint here. So, the Arcanist sort of name drops that when the ritual went wrong... It, the sort of magical explosion that was the side effect of that failure sort of dampened and thinned the veil between the material plane of Yalzar and the second dead realm, which, uh, as we've sort of played with the lore before in this campaign, when it comes to the dead realms that are known, each of the dead realms is like a really, really deeply attached to one of the sort of seven deadly sins, sort of. And in it's that sin's relationship to the living. 
and the second dead realm is wrath so everything about the second dead realm is incredibly violent towards the living absolutely despises the living so the air itself is this black smoke that you guys are breathing in and it just straight up kills people uh if they're normal people it's probably fine it's assuredly not fine but so yeah that's where we are you guys are on the edge of this sort of battlement of you know poorly cobbled together stone and and wood and you know crude spears made out of sharpened you know logs and sticks trying to prevent anyone from leaving the blast zone or entering it so let's go ahead and go back to that moment so it's midday and you are all at the ramparts you've just been given like the heads up from the arcanist that you know this is the situation I assume you're all here to fix it. Yeah, that's that's what we were told to do. Do you all have any idea how to do that? Not a clue. We were hoping that you might. Well, the only thing I I can tell you is that at the center of the 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 blast area there's the catalyst that we were using as a spell focus to channel the the magic through to produce the sphere of protection and it seems to be intrinsically linked to the sort of uh hole in reality that's bringing in all of this stuff from the second dead realm what does the catalyst look like? What is it? Uh, simply put, it's a sta- a stave. Um, you would probably imagine anyone looking like myself to lean on one if they were pretending to be weak or maybe indeed just a very traditional looking staff. Its uh, shaft is, well, angularly cut wood, almost as if it was very roughly cut at with woodcutter's tools but uh, it has a couple of leather handholds but the top part is the real important piece of it it's the top of the staff branches out almost as if it's this tiny tree at at the top Uh, but all of the branches are crystal specifically the purple violet crystal from uh, the, 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 the cavern or the valley nearby um, uh, Maru's bed. The crystals that they mine there are particularly hardy and turned out to be very powerful magical conduits. Okay. Should be relatively easy to spot. I would say so, but also as much as it is easy to spot... It is, again, the epicenter of this problem. So the symptoms of the area are going to be worse there than anywhere. Mm. What, uh, what do we have to do with the staff once we get there? 
if we can get there if it's still producing magic to to the effect of opening this hole it must be destroyed in some way or another or at least moved okay all right sure yeah I'm sure we're up to the task. So if, but if we can't get it to stop making magic and we move it, will we just be moving the, the, the terribleness? I don't know. No one's been able to get close enough. Uh, As you've all, I'm sure, witnessed... I can see some of the residue on your masks. You know what those masks are capable of. They can let you survive that that area. But the creatures that have come through will not be deterred by your masks. If they, as so much as to touch you, it could kill you. Okay. All right. Don't get touched. Got it. Got it. Good to know. Hmm. Well, anything else we need to do while we're there that we should keep an eye out for? Well, know that the if it's indeed the second dead realm that's coming through the hole, anything of it will will attempt to be your undoing. It. Anything from that place has a deep-rooted ire for the living and will do anything in its power to kill you. Not because of anything you've done, but just by the nature that you still live. The essence of, of life is powerful currency in the second dead realm. And, hmm, he sort of loses himself in thought for a moment as he sort of visibly ponders and goes, well, should it come to this, there's always, well, a bit of a bombastic option to this conundrum. If, hmm, if a powerful life offered itself to the realm, it could be enough of a bribe for the realm itself to leave it, it is a conscious thing you see it's not just like the air and heat in nature that we know in this forest it's sentient the place itself is and if you could bargain with it a powerful life may be able to convince it to leave I immediately oh. put my finger on my nose and then look around and go I called not sacrificing myself how powerful of a life would it take? Well, that would be up to the discretion of the realm itself. But I'm... You are all collectively, outside of perhaps the good Lord Chet himself, are some of the most powerful people in the forest. Surely any one of you would suffice. And, well, Chet wouldn't be allowed to offer himself either. He is technically dead. Hmm... Well, let's keep that as a last resort. Agreed. Um, 
if it works at all. Well, good to know. Has has anybody else managed to go to the second dead realm and come back before? I heard a tale years ago before the crystals were sundered. There was a group of people who allegedly traveled there and were able to return, but I'm not sure of the details. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, I mean... I I guess it's probably not quite the same distance as it was when it was just forest, but do you know about how far it probably is to... How far away was the 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 site where you guys did the ritual? Like, how long did it take to get there before things went wrong? Before things went wrong? They went wrong immediately after the ritual began. Okay. But to answer your question that I think you're asking is how far from here is it? Yes. Well, I suppose if you traveled quickly, which I'm sure you all would, on foot you'd arrive there within a day and a half, but it would be at least a day. Okay. So a day and a half. Maybe more. Assuming things aren't... different. Um... And would you all be attempting to take your mounts into the realm? No, they don't have masks. That's correct, but there's something that I've been trying to come up with. You see, I created the masks myself. I knew the kind of magic we were playing with. And while, of course, a horse could hardly wear a mask of its type, I could attempt to inoculate your, your mounts to protect them from the effects of the realm, or at least stave off the majority of its impact. Mm. I don't don't know I want to take that risk. Yeah, I, I think that we should only expose ourselves One foot's okay. Very, very well then. So, just to be certain, I'm remembering correctly where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, in the forest, we're in like the the middle road that yeah. goes. Yeah, there. the northeast slash southwest little road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And we're like a third of the way down or something, right? Yeah, about. Okay. I know you had told us before, but I couldn't quite. No, that's fine. Remember where it's about. Okay. Um. Well. assume we should probably take a moment make sure that we are all prepared to go in there because once we go in I don't think we're really gonna have a way of getting any extra help right 
What else could we possibly do to get ready? I don't know. Well, the, the soldiers of the ramparts have supplies. Javelins, crossbow bolts, arrows, anything like that. Additional equipment that you might need if you don't have any. But I don't imagine that they would have anything terribly powerful. Right. Oh, that'd still be helpful, though. I tend to get up close and stabby, and that sounds like it would not work out well here. So I'm going to go find me a weapon with some kind of reach to it. Okay. Let me just go into the player's handbook and find any mundane weapon. Okay. Um, so a, a thing just to keep in mind. Um, I don't believe any of the reach weapons are also finesse weapons. Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to get your sneak attack bonus. That, that's darn it. Um, crap. Okay. But you could just use a ranged weapon. Like one of the... Yeah, I I'll just do that instead then. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell Chesapeake. Uh, Alright. So, girl, what I need you to do is go back the way we came, avoid any trouble, and then go hide in the lake. Come find you when we're done. Okay. But you, just, you have to go there and go hide where we spent the winter, alright? Just be clearly understands your command and proceeds to follow it. Mm-hmm. There's a brief moment where Chesapeake stops and, like, looks over at the party and then keeps going. Don't you do that to me, Dracon. <laughs> um... I would like to replenish my javelins because I just noticed that I only have one javelin left. <laughs> Let uh, it be known that I made it through this entire campaign with my original set of javelin. Yeah. Which is how many? Like ten? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I get nine more javelins. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a note left in my book here from when we did the in-person session uh, that I wanted to take the Arcanist journal Mm -hmm. and flip to the page where he felt like he was being watched uh, and write down that he was was right. And then I'll give him back the journal. Oh, he says, oh, thank you. Um, Just sort of doesn't really look at it unless you point it out to him. Yeah, uh, when I hand it back, like I'll kind of hold it so my thumb is on the, like, thumb is in the page, so like it'd be closed. But there's, you know, he he notices that, that he notices that that's definitely an intentional decision of yours. And so mm-hmm. when he takes it, he sort of opens it, it looks down and sort of cackles an old man to himself a little bit. As I thought so, I thought the sisters couldn't help themselves. But, yeah. I don't know who it was, but it just seemed odd. It was the sisters, I'm sure of it. They are information mongers. Well, those that still live. Mm -hmm. Very well. 
I will maintain the border here with what troops still live. We will make sure that no more people go in and anyone who attempts to leave is put to sword. Okay. The people that have survived in the that place have been twisted by the realm. They are no longer human. And their existence must be excruciating. I understand that I just admitted we would be killing civilians, but I'm almost positive that they would prefer it that way. Okay. Sure. Right? Yeah, that's... probably for the best. else have things they want to do before we go i want to paint my mask a like creepy smile on it hmm. okay just really lean into it yep um i'm going to find a uh whetstone so that i can sharpen my glaze in preparation for it okay um and I would like to apply my uh, tribe's war paints. All right. So with everyone prepared and ready for their final mission. Mhm. You all go in. Uh, you can hear that there's a, a bit of a bolstering chant from the troops at the Bastion behind you. Uh, they know that that's all they can afford to give you is moral support in the distance, but until you get out of earshot, it's it builds you up. It, it tells you, like, people are counting on you all. You're the only people that can do this. I flex. The moment you all step into the blast zone, it's an evident change. Even the ground feels unstable. It's almost like walking on paper. Like if you've ever walked on like a bunch of paper, mm-hmm. it feels uneasy. Uh, as if the ground itself is disgusted that you would step on it. Pretty quickly, every one of you can see that each other's masks are like dripping pretty constantly. Uh this thick, tarry substance from the bottom of it. But you all suffer no ill effects from being here. Your hair stands on end if you have it, but that's it. This place Mm. gives you 100% the heebie-jeebies. All right. So it was midday when we went in. Yeah. Is there any light here, or does it just go dark it's, once we're inside? So the the additional effects of walking into this place are pretty evident. Mm-hmm. Everything is wispy, and it's it's almost like 
their shadow is made of fire. Everything that you see, every stone, every tree like that's withered away, every skeleton um, has sort of like this spectrally wispy look to its edges. Uh, almost as if the air itself is tearing at it. Uh, and you look up and a big black sun emits bright umbral light everywhere. But, you know, it's still light. Okay. Uh, so you all can still see. And, queerly enough, it's cool. The air is cool to, to, to the... To, describe its temperature mm-hmm. you'd imagine being kind of out in the middle of this rather open area that it would probably be hot I mean it is still the spring but you know it's the middle of the day you'd expect to feel sort of the heat on your skin from this sun's light but instead it's gently chilly almost like a November evening Ooh, um, passive, or just perception checks. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, I got a 28. Oof. Wow, okay. Beats my four. I got a 10. I also got a 10. Alright, so... Eighteen. I got a, <laughs> I got a seven. Okay, so only Nalos and Kurok passed this perception uh, check. Dope. Um, and just like passed it really, really well, and everyone else just didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, Taking so lessons. Nalos, uh, Kurok, you guys both sort of notice after a good ten minutes of walking through the area. Um. I mean, sure that you guys are, you know, pretty talented, like seasoned adventurers, all of you. So, you know, you're checking every direction. Some of you are looking up. Some of you are watching the ground. You know, you guys have done this before. You know how to walk and move together in like a semblance of a formation. You know who's strongest where, uh, you know, kind of like kind of like, a you know, a, a, an athletic sports team. You guys would know what works for each other. But despite that, only Nalos and Karak uh, notice a gentle chittering noise. It's like just, it's like two chitinous plates just like, like, oops, sorry. I was like doing the sound with my fingernails, but I was like, oh shit, it's too quiet. and It's not picking up. So if you want to imagine what that sounds like, just like take two of your best nails and just like clack them together really, really faintly. Um, and you sort of stop and look and you see uh, Nalos on, on, you, on yourself crack on yourself as well there's tiny little motes of like almost like the little coal sprites from Spirited Away mm. but, but, but quite small and they're nibbling at your feathers or your scales to the point where it's not painful, like it's so tiny, but you can see it's just like gently biting at you. Can I like 
pick it up and just like hold it up in front of me to get a closer look at it? Uh, yeah, the moment you try to do that, it almost immediately poofs into a little uh, tiny little pufflet of smoke. Oh. Hmm. Um, you've killed it. Whoops. I, I ruffle all my feathers and shake a bit. Yeah, there's about a dozen of those that are like... And being brought attention to this, you see all of your allies are covered in these things as well. Guys, there's some kind of... demon ticks... Do they have, like, a, a corporeal feel? Are, are they tangible? Or are they, you know, completely wispy? Um, they're pretty wispy. I, I, I'm trying to imagine what I would parallel them to in the real world. Uh, so I kind of, if, if I may, I kind of sure. pictured, like, when you crush a moth and they just sort of turn to, like, dust. Kind of, but but less, less substantial than a moth, even. Okay. Um... Like, uh, you ever you ever go outside, and it, especially during spring, so this fits, and there's, like, those little, like, bunches of pollen floating through the air, and, like, you can, you can, like, tangibly see it, and, like, you pick it up, and the minute you, like, put any pressure to it, it just crumbles into fine powder. Yeah. Yeah, if you are questioning about your sneak attack, just check, check your rogue. Part of your PHP. No, no, no. That was more for those other uh, range or like longer weapons that I was going to go for. That oh. Nala's answer at the same time I was typing. Okay. Oh, okay. I shake off the, sh- the soot sprites because, as a furry being, I don't like to. Yeah, and the moment you even just like shake your body, the the violent nature of that alone is enough to just like pff, a whole bunch, the majority of them. Um, basically, as, as you guys travel, you have to every now and then just sort of like shake yourselves or like, you know, run your hands all over your body uh, to prevent these things from like setting in. Ugh. Yeah, I, I don't want these things on me. I use my tail like a cow does to kind of like whip from side to side while we walk, mm-hmm. which I assume helps a lot because I believe acts have like kind of like long fluffy tail. Yeah. Fantastic. I don't know, but Fine. I'm really amazed at how much yak knowledge we've needed for this D&D campaign. Yeah. <laughs> and crab yak packs. and crab packs, yeah. <laughs> crab too, yeah. Anyway. Next campaign is going to follow five wildlife researchers in the world of Alba. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yaks do have like really bushy tails. Yeah, man, my ass is fabulous. <laughs> well, the more you know. That's in my Google search history now. Yak tails. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it's important. I'm glad it was brought up before the very end of this campaign. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, all right. So now that's just a, a tiny maintenance thing we have to be doing all the time. It's super gross. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's fine. It's fine. All right. Uh, so you guys travel on. 
Um, and you can see that there are the occasional... I mean, you're in the middle of the forest still, but, like, almost every tree has withered away to a, sh a shadow of its former self. Um, you know, so what normally would be thick, hardy trees that you couldn't see more than 50 feet in a direction uh, in, in the thick of the forest here, you can look for almost just as well as you could if you were in the middle of a field. Like, it, it's, you, it's almost as if you're in a barren, like, flatlands rather than the middle of a forest. Only the, the, the former hardiest of trees still stand at all. But not an ounce of a living creature. Not a single uh, outside of the little moats that are constantly yeah. assailing the party, but there's no large creature running around. There's It's hardly any noise. Um, and then as you're all marching, you hear a thump on the ground nearby. I look towards the thump. You see a uh, dying bird. Oh, what uh, type of bird? Just a regular bird from the forest. You've probably seen hundreds of these things as you've traveled through it. Not carrying a message? Nope. <laughs> Do I see anything that might have caused the bird to drop? Like, looking up in the air? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, not really. Okay, nothing, like, attacked it or anything like that? No, it, definitely nothing like that. Yeah. Okay. There are no other birds above us. Just that one. Yeah. Singular bird. That's somehow weirder. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to check my pack. And okay. See if these, these mite things have infested my pack as well. No. No. Just they're just after the flesh. Yep. Okay. Surprising, because your bag's probably full of blood vials. <laughs> yeah, but those blood vials aren't alive. Yeah. That's true. It's okay. Remember, we all have huge handy haversacks. So inside of our packs is like a whole different space. <laughs> Pack facts. <laughs> Keep going. Yep. Yep. Mm. All right. So you guys, you know, move on. It's getting dusk. Uh, the sort of black sun in the sky is beginning to fall low. And it gets dark quickly here. Okay. Somebody can make light, right? A lot of us can make light. Yeah. Make light. We're, we're just going to travel. So, so. Not going to stay. Well, Le Leonora, if I may. Uh, here's the thing, though. It's getting dark, and having light means that we can see better, but it also means that we will definitely stand out to things farther away than our light lets us. Wow, really? Yeah, and I don't know if so far worse we've seen as these tiny mites. Who knows what could be out there? Maybe bigger mites? It's getting dark, but like, um, we're wearing our mask. Right. 
does that is that helping at all as it gets dark? I think if I if I remember what I said about them correctly, they give everyone dark vision up to thirty feet. And okay, if I you already so. have dark vision, it extends it by thirty feet. Sweet. Okay. Well, the yeah, I can see thirty feet. <laughs> I'll just huff and say fine, and then just keep walking because I can see thirty feet. You know, I get it. It's nice to be able to see. But like, <laughs> I think we should make camp. Yeah. Do we really want to get there with the stage of exhaustion? Definitely not. All right. I, I I'm on board for camp. Um, I like being sitting ducks. Okay, fine. Well, if we're already wearing something um, like goggles, does that still? Is that do I just put my mask? On? Um, hmm. Because <laughs> I have like those spider goggle things that give me 120 dark vision. So if I wear my mask over them, I get 150, so I can see pretty far. I'm not sure you'd be able to wear both at the same time, but it really isn't that big of a deal, so you're good. You can Cool. Even if it doesn't work, I would still suggest putting them on just so you look cool. Hell yeah. Or I can put them on over my mask. But... Yeah. Exactly. So I'll do the quick switch before I suffocate. <laughs> so you take your mask off? Uh. Oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Actually, nah, never mind. All right. <laughs> um, I do think that because this place is so dangerous, might be the creepiest place we've made camp before. Maybe two people at a time should keep watch. That's, that's fair. I'll take first watch. I'll hang out with you. Bird. I'll take second watch if somebody wants to take that with me. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay with the hopefully. Okay. Then Bala and I can take the last one. Yeah, that's fine. Alright. What do you guys do to set up camp? Like, I assume that you don't just set up normal camp. Uh, like, when I... When I envision that you guys set up camp, I see, like, one of you goes and, like, hunts some game. One of you makes a little campfire, and then the other people set up their little tents or something. But, like, I don't know if that's what you do here or not. Um, looking around, are there any, like, fallen trees or large rocks or anything that we yeah. could be up against? Well, more rocks than trees, but yeah. Um, I would like to point out the largest rock formation and say that we make camp up against it mm -hmm. so that we make as small of a footprint as possible. Mm, yeah, but then we're cornered. Well, I, I'm not saying up against a cliff wall. I'm saying against a rock. Okay. I point to a rock formation that is not closed in on three sides. Uh, sure. I'm sorry, all of them are, are closed in on four sides. Ah, shit. <laughs> no, yeah, you find like a like a pretty large exposed stone that's just kind of by itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alright. I guess we set up like 
what, each tent's a two-person tent? Could just set up two tents, put bedrolls in there, and just... Take turns. Yep. Okay. Agreed. For my watch, I want to I wanna perch on top of one of the stones like Batman. <laughs> Alright, so, um, who's first watch? Uh, me and Birdman. <laughs> I That's can't remember me. your name off the top of my head. Yeah, you're good. Alright, so both of you make a perception check. Ooh, net 20. Twelve. All right, so you guys uh, keep watch, and uh, everyone that's asleep, give me con saving throws. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. Big ol' 16. That's, uh, 8. I got a 17. And, uh, Pobly? A 20 total. Alright, so, um, everyone but Nalos, you get the choice. <laughs> Nalos oh, doesn't no. get to make a choice um, Okay <laughs> So the people who pass their con saves Do you wake up when you feel A small biting sensation Or do you just sleep through it I wake up Okay Freak the fuck out man <laughs> Uh Vala Uh yeah Alright so due to the inactivity of being asleep and not diligently wiping these moats off of you constantly, you are covered in these little moats and a bundle of them have begun to break the skin on you. You take one necrotic damage. Nalus, you take one necrotic damage and are still asleep. Okay. I pat them the fuck off of me, and then I start, like, fucking shoving Nalos to wake. <laughs> yeah, you you wake Nalos, and as he wakes, he sort of rolls over, and the majority of them on him just, like, poof. <sighs> what? What's up? What's, what's happening? These fucking things are biting us even in our sleep. I hate this place. Um... So, short story short, um, mm -hmm. unless you guys have any precautions you want to take to try and get over this. Uh, do I have... Burn it all down. Wall of fire. <laughs> well, now I kind of wish that I'd asked for, like, a giant, like, wash tub that could have filled with water and slept submerged. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you aim safety in it. That's yep. so fucking good. It would totally work. <laughs> but never thought that I'd need to do anything like that. 
So, uh, don't really have that option. Vala, were you about to say something? Uh, no. Alright, well, short story short, you guys managed to get a full night of sleep, all, all six of you, through your two, you know, sleep sessions and one um, watch. But it's like, it's like a night in the hospital sleep, where like a nurse comes in and wakes you up every hour. God, it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> So you're not you're not exhausted, but like, fuck, that was really annoying uh, and unpleasant. Uh, and collectively, you all suffer for necrotic damage during the rest. Or rather, each of you suffer four damage over the course of the night. Okay. Each okay. of us. Yeah. Ugh. Put the tents away. Eat a ration. Nope. Guess I don't eat a ration. Do you not get rations, or are you not trying to sneak it in through your mask? It's more like the way our masks are described. I don't think we get to eat. Oh, I didn't think of that. Correct. I'm, uh, huh. I'm going to try to cheat the system. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm going to put my hand over the mask where my mouth would be and cast Goodberry. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna manifest the Goodberry into your mouth. Yes. <laughs> Shit. So Goodberry is <laughs> if I correct me if I'm wrong, I, I could be thinking of three five. Goodberry enchants oh. mundane berries. Or does okay, no. does it in this game manifest <laughs> in, berries? In this manifest. game, it manifests. So. Okay, okay. Isn't it like one d ten berries? Uh, it just says up to ten. Okay, up to ten. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, huh. so you you cast good berry in your mouth. Hey, all right. <laughs> and you get a good berry. <laughs> Would you like to repeat this process for the rest of your party? That's a lot of good berries. <laughs> it's like a lot of good berries. A lot of first level spell slots. <laughs> I only have four of those slots. Oh, oh goodness. I don't okay. need to eat today. It's fine. I'll make it up with six dozen eggs. I don't work out today. I just stretch after we camp. <laughs> okay. Mild calisthenics. So outside of outside of Kurok, do any of you eat breakfast? Nope. No. Uh, I mean, there's no way to eat without taking our mask off. Correct. Well, I mean, clearly there's some way. <laughs> there's <laughs> okay. But <laughs> not super achievable. Um. Fucking good, Barry. That's not how gills work. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> That's not how gills work. It's like, could I, could I get that to like? Can I shove food into my lungs? <laughs> Would that work? Correct. Is that the first time you've used Goodberry in this <laughs> entire campaign? I, I mean, no, but 
He used it while we were on the useful. boat. Oh, okay, <laughs> I wasn't there. Mistake the using it. Yeah. All right. Well, before we all start getting hangry, uh, perhaps we should get going. So, uh, you all continue on, and you can see in the distance now the there's a pillar of, of similar to the light of the sun, this sort of umbral pillar of energy, uh, or pillar of um, umbral energy, just like this deep black and purple, uh, is almost like a concentrated beam shooting skyward from in the distance. You can't see the base of the beam yet, but you know you're close. Alright. Um. Well, may as well just do another perception check, I guess. Make sure there's nothing, like, following us or anything like that. Okay. That's, uh, 12. Okay. Yeah, everything's fine to you. Um, as we go, uh, I'd kind of like to... I don't know if this would be a perception check or a survival check to kind of like look around for tracks of anything that would be out of the ordinary be survival. in nature. Okay. Ooh. Uh, that would be a 22. So Pahokui's training comes in. Because you do see tracks. In oh. fact, a lot of tracks. In fact, what you guys have been just sort of perceiving as the ground being cracked and weird is actually dozens and dozens and hundreds of tracks leading towards the center where the beam is. Ugh. I point this out to everybody. I don't think where we're going, we're going to be quite so alone. What's everyone's passive perception? Nine. Fifteen. Seventeen. <laughs> Twelve. Ten, baby! Nine. <laughs> Alright, so Karak and Leonara, you guys have high enough passive perceptions. You two get dexterity saving throws. Everyone Ooh. else, roll um, your own weapon damage against you. Whatever, oh, whatever your default weapon would be if you're trying to kill something. So, like, obviously, Pohokui would just be probably a weapon attack. Um, but for, like, Necro, it would be Eldritch Blast. Or for Vala, it would be... I don't know what your favorite, like, attack spell that's a cantrip is. That's but, a cantrip? Or just oh, your crossbow. Sure. What, like one of the two. Either, it, I mean, if we're talking like cantrip, probably vicious mockery maybe. 
and that's what one d four psychic damage. Uh, for her by now it's two d four. Okay. I think right. Okay. So are you telling me to roll my regular like regular glaive damage or like my my glaive damage with that has the poison damage on your it? your weapon? Damage. Okay. Okay, not, activating any, not activating any class features, not doing anything, you know, to buff it. Just if you were attacking a, a training dummy, uh-huh. just like your one of your regular solid attacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got an 18 on my dex there. Okay, Leona. 18 on my dex as well. Okay. Now you two roll to hit each other or yourselves. Um, okay, so I know that I was coming in planning on using my longbow. Would I hit myself, though, with my rapier, which yes. is my normal go-to weapon? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that was a nat one. Okay. So you miss, correct? So uh, <laughs> I'll, all of my usual attacks are spells. Well, uh, do you have any? Uh, do you have any good damage dealing cantrips? Uh, I have sacred flame. Okay. Or poison spray. Yeah, let's go with sacred flame. Okay. So cast that on yourself. That's it's just straight damage. It's just uh, uh, two D Wait, eight. Sacred <laughs> flame doesn't like roll to hit. Nope, it's a deck save. Okay, so then. Yeah. Then just roll uh, as if you were saving against it, which I guess you already have. Yeah, which I would have saved because my own DC is 17. Okay. And then do you take half in that instance or zero? Zero for cantrips. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. Okay. Um, because what has happened is all of your shadows have attacked you. Uh, That's pretty cool. Well, it's pretty cool, and then you have to dodge your own shadowy rapier, and Karak has to dodge his own sacred flame, and then the rest of the party doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, totally fine. So how much damage did each of you do to yourselves? Ten. (laughs) Eleven plus one poison damage. So twelve. Um, so Vicious Mockery has a wisdom saving throw component. Do I not do that? Right, yeah, because you didn't perceive the threat. You're completely surprised. Oh, okay. Four damage. Okay. Necro, you cast Eldritch Blast on yourself. Yeah, uh, three damage. With both bolts? Shit. Fuck, uh, 11 damage total. All right. Oh, wait. Should I roll again for a second attack? No. Oh. Okay. Then, yeah, Necro, just take the three then. Cool. I'll do it. But... I, I know, but that's not... <laughs> that's not what I meant with this opener, so... Okay. I just... I do also realize that that would be... Uh, a little disingenuous to be like, you all attack yourselves once, but Necro, he shot himself twice. 
<laughs> Alright, so, as this happens, you guys realize what's going on, uh, and see shadowy, dr like, dripping with, like, black oil standing out of your own shadows, which disappear as this happens. Umbral versions of yourself. It's shadow boss time. Yeah. Roll for fucking Cue. initiative. Cue copyrighted music. Right. Oh, I rolled so bad. Yeah, but at least you get a dex bonus to your initiative. <laughs> be fucking nice. Yeah. Must be fucking nice. <laughs> Curse you, heavy armor. I want to point out that for the initiative here, I'm writing everyone's name, and then like their name again with like a down arrow. Shoot! I just thought of a so much easier way to do initiatives. Fuck. What's that? Or to at least track them. Uh, put them in like an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. That's... And then, like, reorganize them numerically? Is that the no. way you've been doing this the whole time? There's an even better way. Here, let me pull something up for you. Are you going to show him what uh, Krista does? I don't know what Krista does. I just know that there's a sheet where, like, you basically get a line piece of paper and kind of number it 1 through 20. And then when Kurak calls out, okay, 14, then you go and put him on the 14 line of your paper. And then I call out one, and then you just kind of work your way, you know, from the bottom up. Or top right. down, depending on number it. Okay. Kurak, okay. what did you roll? Nine. What did your shadow roll? Uh, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> 19. Leonara? So I rolled an eight. My shadow rolled a 15. Nalos? Alright, I got an 11. Okay. Uh, and that's an 8 for my shadow. Yeah. Necro? I got a 13, and my shadow got a... A 4? Yes. Bogwi? I want it to be noted I'm using a black die for the shadow and a white die for me. <laughs> um, I got 15. My shadow got... Sorry, you cut out there. Your shadow got what? Uh, my shadow got 8. Okay. Vala. I got 10. My shadow got uh, 8. Okay. A lot of 8s in this fight. <laughs> so... Too many eights. <laughs> like one, two, three, four people all got eight. All right. Um, well, my shadow's dex bonus is zero. It right. Really helps. My, my shadow's dex bonus is four. Well, it's one. The, it's the stat, not not the modifier. Eighteen. Uh, Pahokui. Uh, my shadow's dex would be 13. And Vala. Wait, what is our shadow's dex? It's Same as yours. yours. Oh, um, 14. Okay, that's what I thought. Alright. 
so let me do some reorganization of my shit right quick. Uh, Karak, why don't you think about what your turn's going to be? Giles. Just what do you think your turn would be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. <laughs> um, okay. It would... Oh, God. I'm going correct. How would you kill all of us if you had the chance? (laughs) So, we're all too close together, and my spells are a big area. Um, And nobody took uh, a large amount of damage, so I wouldn't try to heal anybody. I would probably cast Flame Blade and attack something. Attack whatever. My clone. Attack the imposter. Cool, because that's exactly what your shadow does. Does uh, your shadow get two attacks against you? Uh, I only get one attack. Okay. Do I have something that gives me a second attack? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I rolled an 18. Does that hit you? No. no. I rolled an 18. No. Oh. It's a... Uh, uh, well, then, yeah, it would hit me. But... Uh, What's my damage? It is... D8 from Scimitar, right? Well, Flame Blade would be... um, uh, 1d3... It would be 3d6. Okay. Hey, 13 fire damage. Alright. And then, your shadow is going to wild shape. Into a bear. A uh, black bear or brown bear? Um, I think brown bears are bigger and totally within your CR reach. Yeah. So that. Okay. First of all, how bear? <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Hokey, it's your initiative. Okay. So, whack. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm gonna whack it. My two attacks. So. Mm-hmm. Give me a second. Eighteen to hit. First one. Would that hit you? Um. Yes, it would. Okay. And on the second one, nat twenty. Okay. Do my damages. 
So maximum and then one regular hit. Okay, I'll do maximum first. Maximum is 16. Okay. And then the other one... is five total. Three of it is poison damage. And bear in mind, these things have the exact same character sheets as you guys, with mm -hmm. one difference that I haven't revealed, obviously. Okay. So, just, like, bear with me, you know? Um, yep. Like, if you know the answer to the mathematics of a something, you can just tell me. Okay. So, you did it 16 plus 5, so 21 damage? Okay. Is that your turn? Um, yes. All right. Leonara, your shadow is going to bonus action and use your step ability. And then is going to sneak attack you with your rapier. Nah. Roll to hit. <laughs> oh, no, I roll. Haha. <laughs> Okay, good thing we got advantage, because we're invisible. Hey, if you rolled a 15, would it hit you? Uh, no, my AC is 19. Right, so I rolled a 15. Oh, okay. Gotcha, bonus is 7. Okay, so you definitely hit yourself. Right. What's, what's your sneak attack weapon damage? 4d6. Plus. Uh, Rapier's uh, d8. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, gotcha. Plus 1d8 plus 5. Okay. Mm -hmm. 30 damage. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Why have I never rolled like that in real life before? Um, ow. More push-ups, less tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> Youch. Okay. Necro. Yeah. It's your turn, bud. Cool. Um, what do I want to do? Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> uh, I'm a. I'm a shoot my uh, shadow with some elgic black. Hell yeah. Uh, twenty-one. Would that hit you? Oh, oh, totally. What about the second hit? Uh, 11. Would that, I don't think that would that, hit you. That, no, that doesn't hit. Alright, roll one, one hit worth on yourself. Well, on the shadow.
Um, that will be... How much? Uh, four. Okay. Oh, and what's everyone's max hit points? Karak? 66. Leonara? Damn. 70. Nalos? 60. I have more hit points than you? Apparently. I, mean, I guess you did take... I've, I've taken some levels on Wizard. Yeah. Uh, Necro. 63. Pahokwe? 96. And Fala. 57. Okay. Uh, Necro, is that all you do? Uh, yeah, that'll just be my turn. Okay. Um, Nalos. Actual Nalos. Yep. All right, I'll uh, I'll make two attacks. Okay. Um, that's a eighteen for the first one. Would that hit you? It would. Okay. Uh, unless I used my reaction to cast shield. Nope. Okay. Uh, and that's a twenty. Uh, 25 for the second one. Okay, yeah. so two hits. Mm-hmm. So that's seven piercing damage and four radiant for the first one. And nine piercing damage and three radiant for the second hit. Can you give me a total? Twenty-two, I think. Okay. And how much of that is radiant? Uh, seven of it. So something interesting happens when it takes radiant damage. Okay. It seems to be visibly stunned, but the darkness of it absorbs all the radiant damage and seems to hurt, not hurt it at all. Okay. But it seems clearly sort of concussed by the radiant interesting okay okay um and uh that's my turn okay vala what do you do um <clears throat> i am going to cast uh, uh i had it pulled up one second uh, protection from evil. Okay. Um, and I can cast it on myself. Caster has to touch the target, so I assume I just do that. Um, yeah, I mean, how many people can you cast it on? Um, child. Can you hear him? A yes, bit. just wow. barely. Mm, sorry. <laughs> he hasn't had dinner. Mm. All right. Um, uh, protection from e- evil and good is just one target. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no like level of. Okay. Yeah. Um. So just me, I guess. Okay. 
and that's my whole turn. Um, I don't really have anything that's a bonus action. Oh, I will. <clears throat> I was like, you got a lot of bonus action options. I'm gonna activate my um, my radiant soul. So, so the wings and and eyes and be glowy. Um, it also allows me to do extra radiant damage. So you're activating your racial thing. My racial ability, yeah. Okay. Um, your shadow is going to take its reaction and also do that. Okay. I like how Pahokui didn't rage. Yeah. All right. Um, I always knew I would have to fight myself before becoming chief of chiefs. <laughs> and you should do that with a clear head. Karak, you're up. Oh, boy. Well, I haven't had a turn yet. No, you haven't. Because you're next after Karak. Yep. Oh, okay. Um. So. These these beings came from our shadows. So I'm gonna get a bright idea that probably isn't gonna do anything, but we'll find out. Uh, I'm gonna cast daylight. Okay. So. Just a get a sixty foot radius sphere of light, and you know, it says that uh, uh, if the spell's area overlaps with any darkness created by a spell of lower power, the spell that created the darkness is dispelled. But it's just really awesome light. Too bright. It's very bright. Be gone, right. shadows. Um, roll three d ten. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 29. Hell yeah, dude. Jesus. <laughs> so the daylight burns your shadows um, severely, uh, visibly hurting all of them immensely. Uh, but they withstand it. Um, despite that and a sort of (laughs) 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 Um, the ominous black light sort of appears close to the party and anyone who looks above sees the umbral sun that's been filling the sky since you arrived here devours your daylight. The light. My glorious incandescence. And then that sun (laughs) blinks out of existence. The world is unnaturally lit. So there's, it's like lit and there's no sun in the sky? Correct. That's so neat. It's fucking creepy. It's so cool. 
<laughs> nope. It's like creepy. But that's pretty neat. It's bad. <laughs> I either did something really good or really bad, I don't know which. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Now all it's of China fine. knows we're here. It's probably fine, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. yeah, that's all I got. Yep. All right, Leonara. I well, <clears throat> I just lost over half my hit points in one turn. So, um, is there any surface that I can scramble up and get away and quaff a healing potion? Yeah. Goodbye, L. Right. <laughs> Or strange person that reads the bumps on people's head. Uh, yeah, I mean, what are, you, what are you trying to do here? Just get away, get out of reach of Necronara, and... Uh... So every time you move, it makes the save movement. Ah. That's gross. Um, uh, okay, well, then I can't touch it, so I don't want to use my rapier to really get it back. Um, Start I don't a messenger use... pigeon service with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how far away do I have to be to like use a bow? Or I guess how close to something can I be and still be able to use a bow? You can be right next to your target. Okay, cool. Then I'm just gonna pull out my longbow and start shooting at it. Oh, my dice rolled away. Why are you so afraid of melee combat? Because it was said, they said don't touch it, like, because it, anything in here, all the creatures in here, you shouldn't let touch you, so I don't want to get, I, I don't want to use my rapier and, you know, have it, like, grab a hold of, of my arm or something. Right, but it just stabbed you. Yes, it's rapier stabs me. It's... <laughs> Do you think, do you think that it's like a, a shadowy version of yourself holding a real knife? I guess. It's not. It's a shadowy person holding a shadowy rapier. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. So you shoot it? Yeah. Alright. What do you roll it? I rolled an 11, so I don't. Okay. Is that your turn? Uh, yeah. 
All right, Vala, your uh, shadow casts hold person on you. Make your own hold person save. Um, what kind of spell is hold person? I, uh, I, I'll find out. Yeah, I want to say it's an enchantment, but... Because, um... Uh, hold sorry, on. succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. Uh, so, make a wisdom save against your own spells. Save DC. Um, so the aura, the aura in protection from um, evil holds at bay any attempts at mental control, charms, possessions, or possession. Okay. Attacks and dominations of will, which I think hold person is. So I think this would protect me from that. There is one caveat to that, and that is that this shadow is evil. Right. What? But this is protection from evil. Are you um, sure that's the the fifth edition version of that spell? Uh, maybe not. I looked it up online. Okay. Okay. So, mm-hmm. oh, here it is. So it's an abjuration spell. Um. <clears throat> A target can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Yeah, until the spell ends, one willing creature is protected against certain types of creatures. Aberrations, celestials, elementals, fae, fiends, and undead. Hmm. Okay, so... This does affect them. Uh, I forgot that in 5th edition, um, protection from good and evil doesn't care about alignments. It just, it's it's this. Um, And then hold person. Let's take a look at hold person. Okay, yeah. So you do get the benefits of protection from good and evil from these shadows. However, this spell does not protect you from being paralyzed, which is what Hold Person does. Okay. So you do need to make the save. But you you have learned that your protection from evil and good does affect these shadows. Uh, does the do they get a do they have to roll disadvantage? Um, on attack rolls against me? Uh, yeah, but this this is this spell does not have an attack roll associated with it. It's a save. Okay, so I'm rolling a wisdom saving throw against your own spell save DC. Well, I rolled poop, so. Yeah, I rolled a four, um, so no. All right, so you are paralyzed. Which is... 
da. A paralyzed creature is incapacitated and can't move or speak. The creature automatically fails strength and deck saves. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Any attack that hits the creature is a critical if the attacker is within five feet of it. Oof. Yeah. Gross. Why do you think it's so bad when she does this to my monsters and you guys just beat the f the fuck up? Like, <laughs> welcome to like eighty percent of the encounters in this campaign where Vala just goes make a wisdom save, it fails, and then you guys treat it like a punching bag for two rounds until it dies. <laughs> it just just yeah, but that's not happening to us. <laughs> <laughs> This whole fight is welcome to your own fucking doses of medicine, you fucks. I've got it. Okay. I'll just... So, are, are you just going to fucking annihilate us all with a area of effect spell when it's my shadow's turn? No. <laughs> it, it already took its turn, remember? That's true. Well, it's gonna come around again. Well, but next yeah. The, there's, there's a rule that I'm handicapping myself with here. That you guys probably have noticed by now, but maybe you haven't. Um, That's okay. Because, yeah, if I just was like, alright, I'm just going to take all the casters and just blast the party with AoE. That's not That's not very interesting. <laughs> I'll live. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> alright. Alright. <laughs> yeah, fucking. I mean, yeah. Just, just hit us all with erupting earth and ro roll forty twelve. Boof. All right, Bahokwi, your shadow. Um, your shadow attacks you uh, recklessly with oh, both attacks. Okay. Yikes. Well, that's yeah. one, one critical, and then a... I rolled a 13. Okay. So if you rolled a 13 against your own AC, would you hit it? No. What's your... Well, hold on. You gotta add your bonuses. Yeah. He doesn't know what those are. It would equal out to my AC. Lucky boy. All right. Well, what? What? How much damage would you take if you crit yourself? Um, sixteen was my crit damage earlier. Okay, so cool. Sixteen it is. Ow! Ow! All right. Uh, that's its initiative. Um, and the ancestors don't manifest. And I've been brought down to, like, the health of one of my other party members. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Yeah, come slum it with us. This is what it's like. I want to be where the people are. Uh, Nalos. Yep. Um. You get two attacks. Maybe an action surge if you want. So, uh, your... <laughs> Your shadow version of yourself is going to cut off its own hand, its own offhand, that immediately uh -huh. regrows. The offhand falls to the ground and turns into a shadow Chesapeake. 
<gasps> Motherfucker. He is then going to make two mounted attacks against you. Ah, shit. Well, that'd be with advantage, then. Yes, it would. Because I can cheat. Yep. yep. Totally fine. All right. All right, so I rolled a 17 and a 15. Okay. Uh, 17 hits. And 15 plus your bonuses doesn't hit. Oh, yeah, sorry, that would hit. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so both hits. And yep. what's, what's two weapon damage? Um, my weapon damage is uh, 1d6 piercing, 1d4 radiant, plus 6. Boof. Yep. So uh, I rolled 8 on the dice in total, and then plus how much radiant per attack? Uh, D4. Oh, and then strength. Is yep. that plus 5? Uh, strength, for that you end up adding plus 6 because of the, the dueling fighting style. Right. Okay, so I rolled, a t I rolled um, 8 damage. So 8 plus okay. the rest of it hit you. How much is that? Uh, that'd be 14? Yeah. Okay. You, what about your second one? Because I got hit by two attacks. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I, I rolled two weapon, two weapon oh, hits. Okay. The okay. total dice rolled out to eight because gotcha, gotcha, bad gotcha. rolls. So, so yeah. plus twelve. All right, so twenty damage. Okay. Neat. Totally Ow. fine. I'm in danger. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Um, okay, and then Necro. Uh, Necro. What's, um... Yep. No, you know what? We're just gonna make this, oh, like, exactly what everyone expects this Warlock duel to be. You're... <laughs> your, your shadow just casts Eldritch Blast right back at you. Great. Does it also do it as finger guns? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> But the bolts shoot out of his pinkies. Oh! Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> All right, so Necro, if I rolled an eighteen and an eight to hit you, I assume I would hit you once. Yep, the first eighteen would hit. Okay. Because your AC is what? Uh, fifteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, and that's just D10 plus nothing, or D10 plus charisma. Uh, D10 plus charisma. Hey, you take f what? What's your charisma bonus? Three? Uh, two. Okay, so two take two damage. Yeah. Oh, sorry, four damage. I rolled a two. So. All right. Initiative resets. Woo! Correct. Hello. Uh, your bear shadow um, tries to maul the shit out of you. Okay. Um, now I need to look up the stat block for a brown bear, because I don't know what that is. Uh, so it's got a bite attack, claw attack, can multi, so one bite and one claw. Mm -hmm. It's got a strength bonus of four. Gross. Bite is a 1d8, claws 2d6. Okay, well, the claws definitely missed, but... Um, that's a 17 or 21 
uh, with the bite. That's a hit. And you said the so, bite. Okay, I got it here. It's, it's a one d eight plus four. Hey, eleven damage. Hey, ouch! <laughs> Stop. All right. Next up is Bahokwi. Yee. Um. Whack. <laughs> Dose. How's them rolls go? Um. This first one is definitely not going to hit. Okay. I don't hit on either of those. I don't want to talk about the second one. Oof. All right. All right. I'm back. Sorry. All you missed was um, we missing himself twice. Yeah. Okay. Um... Making sure there's nothing else. Okay. Next up is Leonara's Shadow. Um, your uh, shadow, like like Invisio Step ability, is short rest, right? Uh, no, I guess it once a day. Right. So long rest then. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it can't do that. You're. You're all in a group, so it's not standing next to you alone, so it doesn't get um, swashbuckling. swashbuckling benefits. So it's just going to attack you with the rapier regularly. And I rolled a nat one, so that's its turn. Necro, it's your turn. Uh, and I, I'm assuming our shadows are, like, right on top of us. I mean, yeah, they're standing right next to you. I'm just looking up something. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to cast uh, Arms of Hadar. All right. So... Tendrils just come up all around me. Um, and then my shadow has to make a strength save. Uh, okay, yeah, it bricked that pretty bad. So it failed? Yeah. yeah. Alright, so it takes 2d6 necrotic damage and can't take reactions till its next turn. Okay. Uh, and that'll be... Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, one more. Uh, nine damage. Okay. I, yeah. Alright, is that, uh, your turn? Uh, yep. Nalos. Yep. Alright, this is real me, right? Yes, your turn. Okay, cool. Uh, so, for starters, I'm gonna go ahead and cast enlarge on myself okay 
Uh, and then I'm going to action surge. Okay. Uh, and make two enlarged attacks at Shadow Me. Okay. I'm pretty sure you, you body this guy, but yeah, go for it. Mm, that's a natural one on the first attack. Yikes. <laughs> Feel that. And, uh, the second one would also miss me. Cool. Yikes. Uh, so we're gonna bonus action second wind. <laughs> that's how much damage healed off of you? Uh, that is... Double check. I can't remember if second wind is D10 plus con or fighter level. It's fighter level. So that's 11 damage healed. Okay. Vala, you're up. You get to make another wisdom save. All right. Come on. Let's do this. Better. Much better. Does it beat your own spell save? Uh, it does indeed. All right. You are no longer paralyzed. Uh, okay. Is that my turn? No. Do I get a full action still? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, okay. Um... Well then. Hmm. Sorry, I thought that would be my hold. I'm gonna do how how far away is um this person? Is my shadow self? Yeah, five feet in front of you. So right next to you. And how close is everyone else? Um, I mean, I imagine that you guys were in this sort of formation that you've been walking Three. in. So, like, we can assume that it's either, like, a one by six or, like, you know, kind of like a mob. Okay. But as it's already been put out there, um, your shadows sort of mimic your movement. So if you want to just, like, isolate yourself... It'll just follow you. Ah, okay. Um, then I will do that. I will move like 15 feet away from everyone. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to cast um, Shatter. Okay. And let's see... Um, I'm going to cast it at third level. And what's the DC for that? Um, they have to roll a um, constitution saving throw. Okay. And what's the number to beat there? Uh, 14. Okay, I rolled an 11. Does that beat your score? No. So what's your what's your buff to con saves? Um, nothing. It would just be my proficiency. No, no, it would be my constitution, which is two. So 
13, so it fails. All right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, roll so, roll that damage. That's 4d8 plus my extra radiant. Right. Um, okay, ten, uh, nineteen damage. Oh. Yeah, um, so, uh, you have killed yourself. Well, you've done lethal damage that would be lethal to you. Uh, so your shadow is dispelled, and you drop unconscious with one hit point. Oof. Okay. Uh Oh. And, uh, you do not have a shadow anymore. Like, that's a character trait for your character now. Whoa. Whoa. Huh. That's so unnerving. I want that so bad. Alright, Karak, you're up. Hmm. Hmm. going to I'm going to attempt a dis no 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 that's I'll okay okay I got this okay everything's gonna be fine <laughs> Okay. Con save? Target moves make a con save. If I rolled a 10 with your con bonuses, would I pass? No. Okay. 8d8 necrotic damage. Oof. I only have three of those. Give me a second. Forty-two. 
Okay, so yeah, you definitely did enough damage to kill your shadow. I assume I'm unconscious. Yes. You also drop to one hit point, are unconscious, and as a character trait, no longer have a shadow. There's probably a better way to do this, but... <laughs> Sorry. Lord. Lord, my shadow, but... Alright, Leonara, you're up. Okay, I really want to kill my shadow. And I'm really worried it's going to kill me first. So, after it stabbing me and, you know, other than it hurting a lot, uh, not seeming to do that much, you know, difference than a normal stab, I'm going to pull out my rapiers that I can get closer. Um, no, so it follows my every movement, right? Every move action, yes. Okay. Um, is there anywhere anywhere around where I can like you know pull us off to the side? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well then I do that. Um, so it's just my shadow and I, and then I'm gonna try to stab it, stab it. Uh, 13, 14, 21. 21? Yeah. I mean, did, does that hit you? Yeah. All right, roll damage. Cool. Is it okay that I'm sort of visualizing your duel with your shadow as kind of the sword fight from Princess Bride? Between... Oh no, I was, I was thinking more um, Steven Universe, like Pearl fighting Pearl. That's pretty. Oh good. yeah, like the creepy robot Pearl. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, digging out all my D4s. Why? Because I get sneak attack because we're... But you don't need to Oh, D6s, I meant. Sorry. Okay. I was looking for four D6s until I said... We all mix things up. I forgot my brutal critical earlier when I... Oof. That's fine. That means I also forgot to brutally critical you, so. Yeah, it evens out. <laughs> um, that's 22 total damage. Okay. All right. All right, Pahokwi, your shadow attacks you. A shadow attacks me. I have higher. Um, I had a higher roll than him for initiative. Have you not acted this round? No. Well, why don't you go ahead and act this round? Because I clearly skipped you. Wait a minute. This is confusing. No, I did act. I did act. Okay. I don't know why I thought we went through a round and we're on the next round for some reason. Well, because everyone's going twice, kind of? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is him. Yeah. So I missed my two attacks. That's right, why that's I don't right. remember. <laughs> Alright, so this thing legitimately rolled two advantages, or two attacks with advantage because it, it's still attacking recklessly. Um, and both of the re end results were 18s. So 
if you rolled two 18s against yourself, would you hit twice? Sure would. All right. What's the damage there? 2d10, right? Uh, yeah, it would be 2d10 plus two slashing with um, a d4 of poison damage. 2d4 poison damage, right? Yeah, 2d4 poison damage. So if I rolled 12 in total, uh, four of it being poison, eight of it being slashing, what's the rest of the arithmetic there for you hitting yourself? Um, hold on. You mean for my total health after? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, how much damage did I do to you? If you rolled how much in total? Uh, tw- Twelve, wouldn't it? You don't get any bonuses with your strength or anything like that. Um, I don't think so. I'm not raging unless he's raging. But like, you still get your strength bonus. Yeah, so you don't have a strength bonus on your attacks. I guess. Okay, so walk me through one of your weapon hits. You hit a guy. What do you do? I hit a guy. I roll a d10. I would roll a d4. And then I'm adding... It's the plus two slashing, isn't it? After that? And then the plus one to damage from sharpened weapon. What else am I adding after that? Your strength modifier. Oh. Oh. I think that's where that plus two is coming from. His strength's not. It would be plus three. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so two is from the magical nature of the weapon, right? Uh, no, that's just what a glaive is. It's one d10 plus two slashing. I have the same for a javelin, which is one d6 plus two uh, pierce. I don't have a magic jav. Oh, that, that... that two is your strength. Oh, then my fucking character sheet is not, like, updating with its pluses properly, then. Okay. So, when you hit with your glaive, it's 1d10 plus 1d4 plus 3. Okay, so I've been doing it right, just... I've been doing plus 2, which was my old strength. Gotcha. Okay, so... That makes sense, because everywhere else on my character sheet... If I put in a new number, it auto-updates it, except in my weapon. Gotcha. So, I hit you, I rolled 12 on the dice, and then it's 3-3, so it's plus 8, so you take 20 damage. Okay. Alright. I oof as a free action. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's its turn. Nalos, uh, your um, evil Nalos, attacks you twice. Okay. No longer with advantage, because I'm now the same size category as the mount. Correct. Well, a crit is a crit is a crit is a crit. The other one is a total Damn. miss, but I do crit you once. Okay. So just max damage. Yep. 16. Cool. Uh, and now I need to make a constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. Fuck. 
fuck me over, die. And I shrink. Bummer. Back to normal size. Alright, evil necro. Shoots regular necro. With a pair of mighty whiffs. Initiative resets. Uh, Pahokwe, your turn. Um, it's nine o'clock. Are we gonna? I think that we could finish this, this combat or... in like ten fifteen if people are cool with that. Um, I'm gonna have to like head out. I didn't know that we would go over, and I've got kind of like an emergency after nine to go and. All right. Well, then let's just say that you take your turn and you hit your shadow so hard that it goes to zero. And both of you fall over. Well, it disappears. You fall over unconscious at one hit point. Slap. You also now no longer have a shadow. Cool. All right. Thanks for hanging out. Sorry, bud. That's all right. Um, good luck with the rest, guys. Mm -hmm. Is that is that okay with everyone else? That if we just do this for the next ten minutes until this combat's over? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. I'm good. I'm excited. There's a chance I might lose. Yeah, same. Alright, um Both our people who could cast a healing spell are uh currently unconscious. Yep. Oh no. Um, evil Leonara stabs regular Leonara. And because you didn't move back enough reach with the other allies... Oh, let's see, we're done with me, damn it. Your shadow gets swashbuckling benefits. Oh, fuck. If you rolled a four, oh, that would be 21. So yeah, it yeah. sneak attacks you. Uh, -huh. uh 18 damage. Oh, okay. I'm still in it. Leonardo, I forget. Do you do you have uh, what is it? It's not evasion. It's the the other one. Uncanny dodge. or uncanny? Uh, do you have uncanny dodge? Uh, no. I don't know what level rogues get that because I haven't looked at rogues. No, I just have much. fancy footwork. Okay. Well, that's a bummer. Wow. All right. All right. But I'm still positives. Yeah. I'm at 12. That's good. I thought you said you had 70 hit points. I did. And then you hit me for 40, and then you hit me for 18. I hit you for 30. Okay, well, then I have 22. Yeah. All right. I was confused there for a second. I was like, where are you getting this like discrepancy from? Alright. Necro, you're up. Necro, are you muted? I saw I see him transmitting, but I'm not hearing anything.
Hmm. Uh, disconnect and reconnect real quick, bud. How about now? Yeah, there you are. Cool. Stellar. Uh, I was going to hit it with uh, Elgic Blast. All right, roll the hit. Uh, 17. And the other one? Shit. I fell on the ground. Uh, 20. Nat 20? Uh, not a natural 20, no. Okay. And the 17 was naturally 17 or not natural 17? But that was with a modifier. Okay, so did you hit yourself twice or once? Uh, twice. Okay, roll damage. Let's see. Um, total of 12. 12? Yes. All right. You blast your shadow down. Yeah. And uh, Fuck you. you go down too. Damn, not even time to do a bonus action. Nah, I mean, you can give, you can like flip some serious birds if you want while you go down, but. Right, yeah, or shoot, I shoot finger guns at him, but with my pinkies to mock my shot. <laughs> and all right, one hit point and unconscious. Speak. I'll be returned. All right. Is it just Nara and myself now? It's you, Leonara, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Neat. All right, so, Nala, go for it. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. Guess I'll just make two attacks. Okay. That, that hits. It a lot, like 26. Yep. And... Uh, 21 also hits. Yep. So, cool. Things are turning around. There's hope. Alright, so that is... Uh, 17 piercing damage. And 6 radiant. Yeah, um, so you, you down your shadow. Cool. <sighs> Pass out. Yep, one hit point, no shadow anymore. Wait, is Shadow Chesapeake still there? Uh, no, Shadow Chesapeake disappears in a different way. It was a manifestation of your own shadow, so. <sighs> okay. Alright. Alright. Uh, Leonara, your shadow... already attacked you, it's your turn. Okay, good. So, it's just my shadow and I, so I don't even have to move to get uh, Reagan shot ass, or to get... um, You're already away from your allies anyway, even if they were standing. Alright, stabby stab. 23. Which would hit. That's a lot of ones. Crap, okay. 
One, two, three, four, five, six. Ooh, 12. Okay. All right, your shadow takes a turn, gives you the same business. Um, you're, you're, you're lucky. I rolled a, a, a three and a six. Oh. So your turn. To get to look at it. Okay, good. I need it. Uh, 23, so I hit myself. Okay, that's much better. 21. Yeah. You dispatch your shadow. Yeah. Kind of amusing that your guys' like, team like, big oof damage dealer, your rogue, was the last to win the DPS race against themselves. Because I was scared and didn't use my rapier for my first bit. So, with the last of you besting the last of your shadows, all of you are now laying down um, in this place <laughs> at one hit point unconscious. Yep. Sounds like a bad time. Roll credits. <laughs> the world is doomed. Next campaign. Now, um, <laughs> so the deus machina of this situation takes the form of the earth itself. The, the ground sort of gives way. Um, and a small chamber forms around you all. This is obviously something that's just happening. You guys don't see it. Uh, and after about 10 feet of the earth giving, you're back into real loamy soil. Uh, not this twisted, vacant, lifeless, cracked earth that this world, that this blast zone has been made of. Uh, it seems that the, the rift between the two dimensions has not dug deep into the earth yet. Each of you are sort of laid up against the, the cool earth of Felwyn Forest's dirt. And you all collectively hear a sort of familiar old whisper in your ears. It is the spirit that is the, you know, that is manifested before you all once before. That is the, the spirit of Felwyn Forest itself. The one that blessed you all. Cool. Uh, and you can sort of feel a like root sort of grow out of the earth and sort of across your chest and into your neck where you feel it sort of just break the skin and then like kind of like cold water sort of flush into your neck. Uh, this wakens every one of you and you're at full hit points. Whoa. Uh, but the roots sort of pull away as you all stir and wake. Um, and you can feel a sort of cold sap on your neck where the small wound is. Ugh. Uh, 
I, w I wouldn't really ugh when a nature goddess like gives you a one up. I mean, yeah. Still, sap on your neck. This feels gross. So does death. <laughs> yeah. Fair. So you guys are in a fifteen foot deep hole that's about twenty feet across, um, but you can see up and out and tell that. Out of this hole, you'll be back in the wastes of the blast zone. And that's where we're going to end it tonight. I feel in full confidence that next time we meet, we will be ending this campaign. Wow. I would like to suggest, with that in mind, that uh, we plan very thoroughly for the weekend after um, either... It, it, Either we agree on a weekend day where we can all get together. I'd really like to do it in person if possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And a mutual friend of ours has a recording studio that we could use. Neat. Uh, in Baltimore. Okay. Um, so we can, we can either communicate and figure out if we can do that before uh, June 15th. If not, we'll do it afterwards. Because um, I know that that's a big event for the majority of us. Right. Do you mean do it next weekend or... <laughs> right. Either next or weekend or off. two weekends after. Yeah. Or something like that. But I'd really like to do the last session in person. Uh, it's yeah, not yeah. mandatory, but I think it would be really enjoyable to do it that way. Oh, yeah. I agree. I'd like to do it in person. Um, so Thank let's you. So let's, let's start talking about that on the groups, on the Facebook group, to, to you know, tonight, tomorrow. Uh, to see what we can do with that. But as always, I've been your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. We are Shy, our barbarian, who had to go a little early, but thank you uh, for letting him go and do that. Um, you know, he, he's obviously needed somewhere. So shout outs to Pahokwi, our Yak Folk Barbarian, our Warlock. Hey, it's Cody. See you next time. Our Rogue. Hey guys, this is Elise. See you next time. Our fighter. Hey everyone, this has been Nick Asnalos. Thanks for listening. Our bard. Uh, this is Lauren as Vala. Uh, it's been fun. And our druid. Nature saves the day. Yeah. Alright, I'll see you all next time for the conclusion of Paradise. Goodbye. <laughs>